You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Yo, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, punters, dribblers, throbbers, the world over. Home of unqualified opinion, unwavering bias. Eddie Simpson, how are you? I'm very well, Thomas. Always a pleasure to be here with you on a Monday. Monday evening, that is. Yes. Uh, back for another week, Eddie. You know what? We do say this a lot, Eddie. We definitely say big week in the world of sport, but this week it's been a pretty big week in the world of sport. Huge weekend of sport. I mean, from from a rugby league, AFL, rugby union, tennis perspective. Absolutely, Eddie. Jack. jack jam-packed. To, jam-packed, jack to the teeth. Yeah. Um, and also, as tends to happen with us, we have some shit luck as it, as it goes. Big old bulldog story breaks... Always the morning after we record, we get we get the the wrong end of things more than we do the right end. The of right things. end. Now, look, I'm not a conspiracy sort of guy per se, Eddie, but I do think that there are some of the bigger the big wig sort of the bigger media companies, you know, trying to conspire against us because they know often more often than not we get the good oil, we get the good mail, but they'll hold back a story here and there because they want to get their bloody. You know, they're, 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 uh, what do you call well, them? Well, they want to get their, their mouthpieces on there talking about it. You that's know? exactly right. And they know that the punter and the dribbler look to us for guidance. That's right. And it's to hard to, it's it hard all. to wrap our, our mouths around something, so to speak. Our metaphorical mouths. Yeah. You know what I mean. But also our literal mouths, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but look, in terms of what you're going to be hearing on today's podcast, Punish Dribblers, this, this Monday, Tuesday for you guys, Rugby League. Finals, Mad Monday scandals. I know it's, the story's a week old, but that doesn't mean we aren't going to talk about it. Know that. Because it hasn't been thrashed out properly yet. No, it hasn't been given the airtime that it deserves, so we'll be talking about Mad Monday, talking about ramifications of Mad Monday, because the story's got to progress, you know what I mean? You've got you to progress the narrative. So we're going to talk about the fallout from Mad Monday, sponsorships bailing, all this sort of shit. I can't uh, remember. And look, little US Open uh, well, story. S- I mean, Serena sh- spat the dummy big time. It's it's a little more than a little story, let me tell you. Yeah. It's uh, it's international news. She's wet the bed almost. Like, there's shit in the bed and there's wet in the bed. I feel like she's wet the bed. Or am I being sexist now? Am I buying into her narrative? I think she shit the bed. I think she shit the bed. She shit the bed, She bro. shit the bed. She yeah. shit the bed. She didn't wet anything. <laughs> shit all over the place. <laughs> Um, funny story about a country football at bush footy. I want to just, you know, I'll bring it up with you. I want to raise it to you. Talk to you about it. That's right. Oh, look, well, there's a few little, little, little tidbits here yeah, and there. Yeah, tidbits, tidbits. We'll get to them. We'll but get to them. It's all quality stuff. It's all quality stuff. Now, just before we do get into a little housekeeping, Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram, if you want to follow us there. Um, uh, Hello Sport. At Hello Sport Podcast. Correct. Um, We've got Drew Mitchell dropping a little later this week, as some of you would have seen. We caught up with Drew, great friend of and, the show now. And Tom has sworn on his nuts that he will be releasing it on Thursday. <laughs> fabulous, fabulous yarn. Great chat with Drew. Had a ball. Had a ball. Big yarner, very articulate, a gentleman, great bloke. Great bloke. And look, there could be some Angus Crichton, Curtly Beal things in the wings, but that could also be probably worth editing out because we don't want to get the pun and the dribbler hyped. But all we're saying is that things are in the works. Things are the pipes, but it's triplets. Should we get into it? Let's rip it. Let's rip it. Okay, Eddie, first week of finals down. Mm-hmm. Team's gone. Yeah. Broncos, gone. See ya. See ya, bro. Warriors, gone. See ya, bro. Later. Uh, I will open the show with this. I know that Tom and I are a little off with our tips. I, spe- I specifically went 0-4. <laughs> did I- go 0-4, didn't you? I went 0-4. But I think that the reason for that was 
Not so much that I got it wrong, but more that the teams got their got their performances wrong. Yes, you know what it. I mean. Bunny should have won, didn't. Uh, could have won, didn't. Should've Sharkies could have won, didn't. didn't. Uh, Warriors just didn't turn up. No, uh, they and, they were winning though at some point. Yeah, yeah, and then exactly. they stopped. And obviously, no one would ever back a dirty merger side against the Broncos. Suncorp on Sunday afternoon. No. So I feel like although didn't get any money in the in the bank, so, so to, to speak. speak uh feel like I still won because oh, it, I wasn't the one at fault. But Dragons, very uh, they were very good. They looked very good. I, do I think they're going to win anything, Eddie? No, I don't. No. They might have won a game in the finals, yes, but one finals game does not make a Premier. You no. know what I mean? So, does not make it. Does not make it the Premier. So Dragons, I'm, I'm crossing out for next week as a loss. Yeah, I, I can't see Gareth Woodett with that hair. Well, he's gone. Oh, he's gone, exactly. And see, I think that's one of the problems. With, I think it's bad luck, that hair. He yeah, got that hair, he got injured, he came back, he got injured. That the, just- the sporting gods, Tom, the rugby league gods, clearly didn't too, take too kindly well, to they that frown Well, they frown upon the frosted tips. That is despite, Eddie, my spies telling me that frosted tips are making a comeback in the the, the the pop culture. Yeah, fashion tip, Yeah, I mean, frosted tips are coming back. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you about uh, the rise once more of the frosted tip. <laughs> not going to sit here and argue with that, Tom. No, but, because but, it is, it but, is making but a But someone back. who looks like Gareth Witter. Yeah. I mean, you can't look like that and try to pull off the frosted tip. No, but do you the not frosted think... frosted tips are reserved to, to your Timberlakes, your Babers, your DiCaprios. Yeah. <laughs> But is it not? Is a playmaker not the DiCaprio of his side? And then, in, in so doing, maybe he's allowed to go a little bit more you, experimental with the hair. What do you say if Chad Chad Townsend rocks up with frosted tips? What I'm saying say? he could because he's in the DiCaprio position, you know, on the field. Leo plays for you know Leo's a halfback if he were in rugby league. Yeah, but he's a hot halfback. Yeah, you know I know. What I mean? No, I know. He's like he's he's the leading man, yes. but he's also hot as shit. Yes. Go back and watch Titanic if you need clarification. <laughs> okay? Yes, okay. So you need to be combining good looks with alpha sort of positioning. Well, all I'm saying is I think the is uh, have we not been shown that you have to Gareth couldn't handle it. It Gareth was a... couldn't handle it, Gareth, mate. He couldn't it handle it. It was too hot in the kitchen. He's been spat out. Now he's not playing next week. He's season out, over. He's out for the season. He, he bit off more than he could chew with the frosted tips come back. Like no one saw it coming. I don't know if he asked anyone's permission. He certainly didn't ask us, Eddie. <laughs> I don't. I didn't. I don't recall getting your call. Uh, we got an email. The interns have missed. The interns, it. well, maybe an intern needs to be sacked because we would have told Gareth straight away, "That's not for you, buddy." And look, you yes, might- it's making a comeback, <laughs> Gareth. Don't, don't, we we see why you're doing it because 100, percent you're on trend. Mm. But it's not for you. It's not for you. It's not for you, Gareth. You look ridiculous. You look silly. And also, not well applied. If you're going to dye it blonde, dye the whole thing <laughs> blonde, Gareth. You look like... The application get, was, was... Was poor. The execution. Well, it was... It was I, It was ISP, mate. It was in, intra-super premiership delivery of something mm. that needed to be a first-grade standard. Yeah. And I can't... I don't want to see your regrowth, Gareth. <laughs> I, want it, I want it frosted all the way down. Yes. Do it properly. Do it properly. Because if you don't, you're going to get injured. Now you dislocate your shoulder for the second time in a month, and you're out. So Off-season surge makes you softer, weaker, doesn't it? We're not saying it has. We're not saying it's direct correlation to the hair, <laughs> but just I would. You do well just to see where it matches up. Gareth going blonde, bad blonde, and then the season's starting to peter out. I'm just saying. Now look, some may say that's a very big stretch. I disagree with him personally, <laughs> but some may say that. 
you got to be prepared for criticism. you got to be prepared. But what we will say is that Gareth's blonde hair has certainly coincided with the demise of the club for season 2018. Mad Monday. Mm. Now, we got on it last weekend. Obviously, we, uh, last week we talked about the Eels, you know, snorting, growling, howling, prowling. Uh, yeah, well, of course we talked about them feedback snorting, on for, Feedback on that was, was through the roof. Obviously, the punters and dribblers loved it. But Shirts then the next coming. day, the Bulldogs shit drops, mm. and they're on the front and back pages of the paper oh, and yeah. and inside they're getting fucking cooked at the uh, you know they have a huge mad monday they've got nude dicks are being grabbed fucking all the usual stuff eddie oh it's very rugby league i'd say it, that's tame i uh, look as far as as far as mad mondays go if if well, they it, got it's only a bit of bloody sosso for Dick grabbing, around, you know what I mean? Bit of dick grabbing. That's what the sport of rugby league was, buddy. Found it on. I, you mean, know what I mean, you don't think we haven't, you know, been a little bit too pissed and just fucking grabbed onto a dong before? <laughs> Are you telling me, punters, dribblers, throbbers, that you, you and never- your mates, after a fucking year of being essentially robots, mm. get together, have a few too many, yeah. do your darndest to get out of the public eye? I you- mean. Do your absolute darndest. I mean, you can't... I'm not condoning this sort of behaviour on the street. No, but I can't help if some fucking dude with a long lens has rented a hotel room across the street and he's zooming straight into a second-store building while I'm grabbing my mate's dick Mm. after a couple of scoos. Like, I'm sorry that you saw that, mum, dad and the nation, but I was just having a laugh. This was was a a bit of fun. It was a bit of a giggle. You weren't there. Now, Now, should the coaches have allowed this to happen, Eddie? Maybe not. Maybe not. No, look, almost certainly not, Tom. Almost certainly not. But all we're saying is, a couple of boys, after a long season, a uh, little hot under the collar, a lot of piss in the in the engine, oh. so to speak. Oh, there's a lot of piss in the engine. A um, lot of testosterone flying around, and and a, and a lot of and a lot of boys that are just just wanting to get around each other. You know what I mean? Get around each well, other. Well, I mean, these little engines. Almost run solely on piss postseason. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, during the season, it's it's on clean living, good oil. You know yeah, what I mean? Good like oil. You're lean, mate. It's your high it's fatty that, acids. Yeah, all that sort it's of that, stuff. It's that. What do you call the fucking the good petrol you get at the? Oh, not E uh, ten. No, E tens. That's the dog shit. Yeah. We're talking about like the V Max premium eight stuff. Yeah, 98. That premium ninety eight premium shit. Yeah, that's the season. Mm. Then postseason. Is you just you your bargain basement unleaded piss? Yeah, that's what they're running on now. Mm. So should it? Does it surprise anyone that they got up to this sort of? They got up. They weren't running no. on the best stuff, and that's fine. There was they needed some time to blow it off. But again, now there's like sponsors dropping off. There's bloody. They're getting fined out the ass. There are people. They're nationally shamed. It's like if these fucking journo's weren't there, none of this would have happened. So they're like, it's it's kind of like an. Go with me here. I could be drawing a very long bow, but everyone knows that we are predisposed to a, a long bow. Mm. When people go, we're talking gun control in America. When people go, well, what caused the problem? Was it the gun or the person with the gun? You're like, well, if they didn't have the gun, no one's getting shot, right? Mm. So it's like in this, if they didn't have the cameraman there, no one knows anything happened. So even if you're fucking saying they shouldn't have done it, the cameraman's the problem. The cameraman is who just the, and, the, and the newspaper disseminated all the images. If it was not for them, no one gives a fuck. Is that a long bow? Yeah, it, it, like that's sort of a long bow. I don't. You could. It's a. It's a. It's a punchy example because you know brings with it a lot of baggage. I suppose a lot of emotion. It's a bow. <laughs> it's a bow. It's long. Maybe the longest we've drawn. 
But I get it. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Or is it more like, you know, let's say Turnbull, right? Malcolm. Yeah. Malcolm. Now, Malcolm can get up to whatever he wants to do. If it's not illegal in his own home, you could argue, right? Yeah. But let's say that Malcolm gets over, you know, a few friends and they start playing a little strip poker and things start to get out of hand. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, is it? Is it? You could argue. Is it appropriate for the prime minister to be playing strip poker? But if if, 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 if no one saw it, it, no one gives a shit. No one cares. It's not illegal. It doesn't affect anyone unless you see it. That's it. It doesn't matter. And is it inappropriate for the prime minister to play strip well, poker? Well, that's the argument. I don't think so. I don't think so. I not, don't think it no, is. No, not in his own home, Tom. No, not in the comfort of his own home. In that point pipe of mansion with a couple of MPs. Some people could argue it is. Yes. I don't think it isn't. People could argue it is, yes. but if you don't know about it, it isn't. So no. fucking get over it. And that's the point with this mad, bot, this mad Monday stuff. They went out of their way to take photos because they know they're leagueies. They know they're running on E10 shit stuff postseason. Yes. They know that they've got that good ninety eight oil out of the bod. Absolutely, and they're going to run hot and they're going to they may blow up. Yeah, that's if you it. know what I mean. Yes, metaphorically. And, and like, let's be honest, the only blowing up they did was add a bit of a vomit. Care, eh? Someone passed out in the street. Someone passed out in the, in the street. Look, I mean, we we could have taken him inside. Yes, yeah, someone could. Look, I mean, I don't know whose fault that is, that, but you don't leave a man that pissed to just pass out on the and street. And they took their gear off. I mean, you take your gear off every night to have a shower. You That's know what it. I mean? That's it. I wake up nude. I sleep nude. And maybe maybe they're just a victim of poor preparation. They should have, they should have bloody gone in and done a full rundown of the joint. Can we put some curtains in? If not, can we get some? Sort of cellophane. Black out, black these, out these windows. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And because there are grubby little journos out there trying to get a scoop. And what what is the most annoying thing is, it's all we've ever it's all that's been talked about this week is this fucking debate about it. But I don't really give a shit. And does anyone else? No. Outside of the journos arguing with other journos about it. Or Who, and, journos, and they're all just trying to sell their shit. Yeah, or journos arguing with people invested in the club arguing about it. Yeah. Does anyone else give a shit? No. Or it's like Did you buy the like, paper because of it? No. I'm a people like it's some it's these journals like I'm a mother and my kids love the Bulldogs and I'm so in, embarrassed that they're gonna see what they've done. Hey, don't show your kids the photos of fucking Adam Elliott getting his dick grabbed by another player. How about that? Don't take them. Can you imagine this the fucking loser who was doing that? What a job. <laughs> like what a fucking job. Like, there are many jobs that you might say are undesirable from just a purely, like, what you have to do sense, whether it's like, you know, you got to fucking... Like working in the sewers or something. Working in the sewers. But you know what? At least there's some fucking honour. There's honour in the sewers, Eddie. There's honour in the sewers. There's honour in the sewers. There's honour in the sewers. sewers. Because it's a job that needs to be done. It's a job that needs to be done. Sewers, there's shit in the sewers. We all shit. We need it done. There's no honour behind the lens, mate. There's no honour. It doesn't need to be done. It doesn't need to be done. You're just trying to catch people out who aren't... It's like they're bad people. If they were out fucking hitting people and being pricks on the street, sure. Get your little fucking camera out and be a prick on, like you know. But there's just there's no honour in there in this sort of thing. You're just a fucking germ. Uh, but it also brought us around to sponsorships, Eddie, and we're talking about Nike, Kaepernick, that whole furor. Cunts are now like burning their clothes. Just to give context, Nike have got a new ad series out or a new ad campaign, correct? Uh, that's basically 
you know, encouraging people to be bold and be courageous and and sacrifice, and, and sacrifice stand up what you believe in. Stand up what you believe with, with no ma- Yeah, exactly. If you haven't seen the Kaepernick ad and you're not across it, pause this. Pause this. It. Go watch it. But also, like, do better. Like, just engage more in the world around you. I don't know how you live in the world without knowing this shit. I'm not saying it's the most important thing in the world. I'm not saying, but but just. What are you doing? Like, yeah. what are you doing? You're li- clearly living under a rock. Yeah, and not a metaphorical one. This no, is a, this no, is no, an no. actual rock. No, a real one. Here. No, a real one. Which which poses more questions about your physical state than anything else because I don't know how that's physically possible. Feed if you living under a rock and listen to us. Don't know, but sort it out. We digress. Anyway, uh, so off the back of that, lot of anti, like well, a lot people, of anti-Kaepernick feeling, a lot well, of anti-Nike feeling. Because people, these people who who. Uh, they don't get the the point about the Kaepernick thing. So Cap- Colin Kaepernick's an NFL player. Again, work this out, punish dribblers. Don't make me explain it, but I will. Colin Kaepernick, former NFL player who was kneeling during the national anthem because he was making a protest about police brutality, essentially. Racism, but largely it was off the back of police brutality. And that's why he was kneeling for the anthem. It's now garnered a whole like sort of movement behind it, other players kneeling. Trump's got involved. Fucking everyone, like the super right wing, like, fuck you, this is disrespectful to the troops and the anthem and shit. Everyone's getting pissed off. But they're failing to acknowledge the point, which is... He's kneeling about police brutality. He's not. He's dis- not kneeling about the flag. He's not disrespecting the troops. Just because the troops are over there fighting doesn't mean he's fucking. He's not saying fuck you to the troops. It's a different. It's a different point. It's not the same. If thing. he was saying fuck you to the troops, he'd be saying it. He'd be saying fuck you to the troops. He's not saying that. He's not saying that. No one is disputing the troops and their value and like whatever they're doing. That's all good. All he's doing is saying, "Yo, bit of police brutality going on. Not into it." Yeah, let's so, let's iron that out. He's done this. He's been cut from his NFL team, and no other NFL team's picking him up, even though he's probably still worthy. Yeah, yeah. He's a quarterback. He's, he's a top 32 quarterback. Yeah, he certainly could be playing in the NFL. And yeah. so there's so, some sort of conspiracy to, to not pick him. Because NFL teams, I think, often will go, is it worth the fucking hype and shitstorm around him? Well, I'm pretty sure the NFL board in a rule whereby you have to stand. Well, I, I, know that, I don't know, because two players knelt at the start of the season. The two Miami Dolphins players were kneeling. So I'm not sure. Maybe they just get fined. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I mean, when it comes to... And, and so people have said, like, like, it's clearly a good thing with Nike here. They've got this maligned sort of controversial figure they've sponsored. And despite a big public backlash from certain sections of the media, it's still actually been beneficial for them. Mm. Sales have gone up. Fucking, I think like their stock price may have went down for a little bit, but do you not think that's more just investors wigging out about them changing? It went down like seven percent or something. Yeah, it wigged out because of the backlash. But, people but that's are what so I mean. Fickle. That, that's what I mean. Isn't that just the? And again, without having any idea about the, yeah, we're getting into the markets here. Yes, yeah, we're getting yeah. into the markets on Halo Sport. But Eddie, if if I was to think about the 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 uh, the mindset of the investor, the the man in the market. There are some fickle motherfuckers there who might have just thought, you know what, let's just get out of this in case it really goes bad. So you see a little dip of people that don't know what they're doing, and so it goes down a little bit, yeah, and then everyone so- realises that, no, this is actually a good thing, tries to get back in, yeah, we're probably back no up one, now. But no one even no one even fucking holds on to that shit, you know what I mean? It's but like, dumb remember- cunts do, I'm assuming. No, but I, but I still don't reckon they hold on for that long, you know what I mean? People forget about stuff, and they move on with their lives. It's like the old, I mean, maybe this is a long bow, but remember when... Everyone was encouraged to buy the more expensive milk and not buy the cheap stuff. I bet you everyone has gone back to cheap milk. 
Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Just like people will go back to buying Nike even if they were offended for one second. Yeah, that's it. You forget. Do you know what I mean? You forget. You fucking get over it. People are buying bloody Chris Brown CDs again. You know what I mean? Oh, mate, he's as big as he ever was. (laughs) He's literally... He's never never been bigger in his life. He's never been bigger in his life. He beat the shit out of Rihanna and everyone was real pissed off. Exactly. And now everyone's going, oh, what? Did you, feel, did you hear that groove? Oh, I love that groove. That I love groove? that. I love that beat. Oh, yeah. Oh, but Chris. he can dance. Yeah. And look, but just, he, never, he never really meant it. No. And look, just so. Just people are for, prepared to forget that. They'll forget this ad. Yeah, and not us, punters, dribblers. Just let us, let it be known. We aren't fans of Chris Brown here. Oh, fuck no. Uh, we don't condone that sort of We don't condone that sort of behavior. We're merely, we're pointing out the fickle the mind fickle and of, the fickle nature of society. Yeah, that's right. So, so, we're making a point about society itself. That's it. This is a fucking politically charged podcast, Eddie. We got we've had a, we've had some gun control. We've had some you well, know look, some market look, sometimes, conversation. Sometimes we need to get it off our chests. Well, sometimes look, we don't shy away from the issues if they might seem you know a little bit too uh, controversial. The punter and the dribbler comes on the journey with us, whether they like it or not. We can't help that. But yeah, I found like just to get just to bow it. Yeah, it was I think all so. fucking ridiculous. Like some bloke cut the swooshes off his socks. Like, didn't throw them out, clearly no. needed them. Need the socks. Needs the socks. And clearly, someone that makes that decision can't afford new socks. <laughs> Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's, it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five-star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a, it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, 
you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yep. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Of course not. You know what I mean? Someone who's someone who makes someone is he clearly makes bad decisions in his life, doesn't have enough socks to completely get rid of the socks. Just cut the Nike sign off him. And you know and you, and, and then and, walk around with terrible looking socks. And because, and because he's got rid of the elastic at the top <laughs> You know what I mean? They're not staying up anymore. Mate, that that's gonna be a, there is nothing more annoying <laughs> nothing. than having your socks fold under your feet. It's that and sand in your shoes. That's when, it. When your socks, when the elastic goes in socks and or undies, yes, punish dribblers. And, and punish dribblers, they go. You know they do. <laughs> they go. We all know it we goes. We all know that it goes. We all have a pair of socks or undies that we should have got rid of long ago, but we're persevering for some reason. Yeah. Usually because we don't have enough. Enough. And to not persevere. Yeah, that's it. Sometimes it's out of necessity. They're usually your emergency pair. That's it. Which you always need. You've got to have your emergency <laughs> pair of undies in the drawer. you got your good ones. you got your your ones that mum got you, fresh, elasticised. Yeah. yeah. Then you got your ones that literally look like they've been worn by like a four-ton man for <laughs> nine months and he's just given them back. Yeah. And you're like, well, shit, we got to go to the well here. We're out of undies. We haven't done any washing. Yeah, I'm, I'm dry. I'm dry here. So we've got to go to our... Our vintage, our vintage collection. <laughs> vintage collection. That's right. So what we're saying is here, in a roundabout sort of way, is this guy hasn't even, he's kind of, he's, he's made his socks immediately vintage <laughs> by cutting off the elastic. And that's the sort of bloke that I'm supposed to listen to yeah. about whether I should kneel or not. No, I'm not, I'm not taking my, 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 my cues from a man that clearly is not a big thinker. He doesn't think about the long-term ramifications of immediately turning his socks vintage by cutting the elastic off them. And potentially having the socks suck under his feet and ball up under his shoe. <laughs> presumably, presumably did this in the morning yeah. as well. It's got a whole day out of it. Serena Williams. Yeah. Tennis meltdown. It's, Correct. It's a. It's a. It's fucking. It's the big thing in the world of tennis at the moment. Serena's meltdown. Um, for those of you again who haven't seen this, I mean, goodness me. But Serena Williams. In the final of the uh, U.S. Open, she wins. If she wins this one, she equals Margaret, Margaret Court, Aussie Margaret. Uh, Some would say homopho- racist Margaret. Yeah, oh, well, no, no, no homophobic, racist, homophobic, homophobic Aussie Marg uh, with the most slams ever. Yeah, on twenty four, Eddie, Correct. I believe. So she was in the final. Pre- a little bit of added pressure for Serena. Playing US Open, US home, Open court, home court, all that shit. Just been, just popped out a couple of kids, one or kid, a kid, one kid. Uh, so she's she's a mother now. Yeah, she's a mother now. So probably playing for a kid, all that sort. Playing of thing. for a kid, playing for Margaret, playing for the country, playing for bit to play for, bit to play for. Against a young Japanese Haitian girl whose last name is Osaka. Eddie, first name has slipped my mind. Now Osaka. Sweet young thing, has idolised Serena her whole life. Literally idolised. She was she was one when Serena won her first slam. Oh, sweet, very sweet, gorgeous. Uh, she's putting in work. She's a set up, a break up, and she's fucking shitting it in. Right? She's basically walking away. She's to victory. giving it to her. Uh, Serena gets some coaching from her coach from her box, which is illegal in tennis. Do your homework um, for women in slams. Huh. I read today that it's only illegal for women in slams. Otherwise, they can do it. 
How ridiculous. Can you Google that right now for us? Just I read it in an article. What article? So, but what? It's illegal for men everywhere. Yeah. And only illegal for women in slams. Yeah. Okay, well that, I mean... But I'm prepared to look it up. Yeah, just look it up anyway. And I'll keep going. Even if that is the case, that doesn't change this for me personally. No, it doesn't. I'm I'm just saying... Yeah, no, 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 I know. But so, the coach has, has motioned to her like telling her to do some shit. She may not have even been looking at him, but the umpire seen the coach do it and gives her a warning. You can't be, it's a form of cheating. You can't be, you know, getting coached by your coach. She just fucking throws a shit fit. She starts getting real pissed off saying, you're calling me a cheater. I'm not a cheater. We've all heard the audio, punters, dribblers, punters, dribblers. Then she smashed her racket, got another code violation. I yeah, think- look, I can't, I can't find the... The slam only thing again. It was definitely written somewhere, but someone might have fucked that. Yeah, up. look, look at do your own research. She comes. Um, so then she's been doctor. She lose the game then, Eddie. No, she. So she she got she got a warning, but then she, she got she, three warnings, right? So she got a warning for uh, coaching. She got yeah. a warning then for smashing a racket, yeah. and then she got a third she, for telling went, him that he stole a point of her, like he was talking shit to the umpire. No, no. So she got penalised a point for smashing the racket, right? All right, so as she just cops it and goes, yeah, I won't, I won't get coached again, and moves on with a life, moves on with a with a fucking final of tennis that she's immersed in. Yes, if she does that, she's all good, but she doesn't. She gets super rattled, again, accuses the guy of calling of of you know stealing making shit up, make, well, make, making not, shit up and stealing points off. No, her. but only steals points off her after she smashes a racket, not right. before. Yes, correct. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And she's and she's coming up with all this shit, being like, "You owe me apology." You know, I'm my a woman. I'm, I'm, I'm a mother. I'm a mother. All this shit. But you're like, and look, but you were getting coached. You were getting which is illegal. The coach even said afterwards, he goes, "Yeah, that's what I was doing. That's what I was doing." So, and you were warned for what, getting coached. What do you want him which to do? Which is what you were doing. Now, people are saying that this, like, I mean, I think most people are because she's sort of trying to make it about being a woman here, which. I just think again is a disservice personally to real women's issues. Like, is there really some fucking gulf in the way that women are treated in tennis? No. If they're getting paid the same, which I think they are, Eddie, they are. Then I don't think there's anything to they really are, worry about. They are the majors. Yeah. Okay. What well, the majors? Which is what we're at here. Yeah. But so let's say, let's just say, Eddie, this umpire was a was wrong. In, like, in his decision-making. Which he wasn't. Which he wasn't. Do we need to make it about the gender? Or do we? can we just not say he's a bad umpire? Because he, he's also... His decision is benefiting another woman who you're playing against. So it's clearly not a... And then you can say, well, it's just the treatment of... You know, men do this and they don't get... It's like, no. Men get in trouble all the time for their behaviour. Nick Kyrgios is constantly getting sanctioned and shit for doing constantly, the wrong thing. constantly. But let's just not make let's not make this about women's empowerment. There are many things that that's like Serena's a champion, right? Oh, absolutely. But and she's no just been a bad girl. That's oh, all she, it is. She, she shit the bed. She, she was losing. I bet you she wouldn't have given a fuck if she was winning the match. And then. The poor Osaka has to get up there and apologise. Apologise is true. Should have been the best day of a life. And she's there going, I'm sorry. I know you guys wanted Serena to win. It's like, no, Dale, it's all right. Serena's won 23 of the bastards. You can win one. You can win one. You're allowed to win one. You're allowed and to. Serena wasn't going to win. No. It's yeah. not the first time Serena's shit the bed. That's the thing as well. Do you remember? Well. Yeah. She, against the bloody... Clysters and Stoza. She's done well, it national, Yeah. National icon. National hero. National Stoza. hero Sam Stoza. Absolutely. You mean the first round phenom. That's um, right, and and one time Australian Kim Clijsters. 
Yeah, that's true. The uh, the used one to be engaged, used to be engaged to Leighton Hewitt, the great Leighton Hewitt. Yeah, that was the love story that never quite lived up to its potential. But we adopted her for a moment. So you're looking at two Aussies. Aussie Kim, maybe she's well. It's not just Aussies. Obviously, now initially there was a bit of an Aussie trend developing mm. there. Aussie mm. Kim and, and Aussie Stowe's. But both US Open finals. She just. But she, all I'm saying is, like, this isn't a one-off. No, she's got a track record of being a dummy spitter. Oh, a massive dummy spitter. And I, I know the the Stoza one was at the US Open. Not sure where Clarkson was. Clarkson was at the US Open. Well, as there well. you go. So she's got a history of throwing the throwing the toys out at she, the US she Open. She wants to talk about being like it's about women's rights. She threatened to. But is that really what it is? Well, no. But one of the accusations in the previous U.S. Opens was that because it was between clusters, the match got abandoned because. She was accused of threatening to kill a Lions girl. I watched that on a video when it came in. They abandoned the game because she apparently threatened to kill the Lions woman. I don't know how fucking feminist that is. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Look, it's you're it's just a bad loser. You're a bad fucking loser, and you're a great disgusting. champion. And great you're a bad champion, loser. shit loser. I'm now, I'm now rooting for Osaka. I'm in, I'm in your corner. That's how they sports certified. That's Hello Sports Certified. We are now in your corner, Osaka. We're in Osaka's corner, and we have for all the time being removed ourselves from Serena's. Yeah, we're not in that corner anymore. Sorry. But, that being said... Happy to come back. Hey, love a comeback. But, got to earn it. You've got to win it. you got to win 24 if you want me back. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 25. It's no coincidence in my mind that the Women's Rugby League has just started, the competition in Australia, going great guns, big hits. Yep. And the eighth model, Andrew Johns, has just had a daughter. Okay. Okay. A daughter. A daughter. So firstly, a hello sport. Congratulations to the eighth model, Andrew Johns. Be soon. Be soon. I think we, we previously thought it was a son. Well, we did, but we also know that he's got two sons, one who people are liking the look of. Okay. In the rugby league world. Okay. Young okay. kid. Okay. Now, the female game starts... Joey has a daughter. Same day? I Probably. You'd have to think You'd so. You'd have to think so, Eddie. Wouldn't you? If we're talking about the greatest, the goat, the goat of all goats. The goat of all goats. That papa goat. Papa goat. Uh, and female rugby league. Demi goat. The demi goat. God of the goats. God of the goats. Whatever. Yeah, look, you get it. But now he's got a young daughter who might be coming up to lead New South Wales to her own. She might be an immortal of her own. Like that. You know what I mean? Like that. So we can have his son doing work and his daughter doing work. That's it. At work for the state. The female immortal. The femortal. The femortal. Well, congratulations to Andrew. That's exciting stuff. Yeah, you get a VB from us. Beer soon. Congratulations. So, Eddie, there's this country country AFL game, Bush Footy. Yeah. And love bush footy. Love Tom. bush footy. It's the it's the love my bush footy. Yeah, it's the uh, it's what the the game's built on. Um, and so there's a guy playing. Apparently, he's tearing it up the first half, but he's he's getting arrested after the game. So the cops are there. Yep. They've gone. You can play this game. Yep. But you're wanted on break and enter charges, burglary. Where are we? We're in Victoria. Okay. Rural, Bush Victoria. But they're letting him play his footy. Well, they're letting him finish out the game, Eddie. They're not fucking uh, they're not monsters. Animals. Yeah. But unfortunately, you know, you you, you give someone rope, they uh, sometimes they take a little bit more. That's probably not the same. That well, give them an inch, they'll take them off. That might be a little bit more 
in keeping with where I'm trying to get to okay. with the saying. Okay. So they've said, all right, you can play the game, but afterwards you're coming in. We'll wait for you. So in the, he's best on ground first half. Absolutely killing it. His team's up. Great footy. It. Great footy. Elite footy. Elite footy. Elite bush footy. Elite bush footy. Uh, at half time though, he slips out the back door of the clubhouse and bails. <laughs> so, like, he goes. So, plays a blinder. Has a blinder the first half. Because then they'll know he's got to come back for more, wants to get man of the match. Yeah, absolutely. You want to go out with a bang. Like, you're playing this good, you want to bring it home. So, he takes a bit of the heat off himself. And then f- gaps it. Uh, obviously. On foot? Car? Look, I'm not 100% sure. I don't know those sort of facts, but you'd think well, you'd think you'd have the the the, the car under surveillance. Yeah, well, I mean, but you know, look, who knows? Who knows? He's he's robbing banks. We so he's robbing he's robbing places. He's so clear, like, he's clearly pretty slippery. Yeah, that's it. He's he's a robber. So like he he get he doesn't really he might have stolen a car. Already. We don't know. But team goes on to lose, unfortunately, by thirty points. They really could have done with him by the sounds of it. Yeah, he was killing it for him. Yeah, he was bog. Were they up? Were they up at halftime? Yeah. He was bog at half time, mate, and then Fulte obviously leaves. So what? So what's become of this man? Well, he got arrested. They caught up with him. He only went home, which was weird. I thought he would have gone somewhere else. They caught up with him, but but I'm wondering more. More my question here is, well, I got a couple of things, I guess. That must be a hard conversation when you go back to your like your senior constable, your your, your chief police. Yo, hey, what what happened to old fucking old mate? You had to arrest. Well, we thought we'd let him like play out the game. He was like, you know, it's a local club. Like, we needed to beat. Well, he's our team. We needed to beat Gunnar or whoever it is. Like, yeah, so we, need, we needed a double. We needed the win, and so it's like, you know, it's our club. We support him. We support him. It's it's we're coming into finals. We need to get a bit of a roll on here. So we let him play the game. We said we'd let him play the game. Oh yeah, right. How'd he go? Well, he was killing it. Oh yeah, what, mate, he was best on ground first half. He was killing it. Oh, that's great. So what did we win? No, he didn't win. Well, what happened? He bailed at half time. How'd that happen? Like, are you not are you not keeping an eye on him? Are you not sort of going like, all right, well they're going to the sheds, like maybe just someone go in there? Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Surely, but even even if even if you don't go into the sheds with him, you have a bloke watching the sheds. Yeah, and a guy maybe watching the back window or something. You know what I mean? You know where his exit points are. Yeah. Then again, maybe they just assumed that he wanted to win as much as they did. I was just thinking about this. Too trusting. Too easy to trust. Far too trusting of a man that they're about to arrest for doing untrustworthy shit. But also, does a bit of criminality really help the bush footballer? You know what I mean? Like, So being a criminal is probably not good for your professional aspirations. But your bush footy aspirations, I think the more criminal you are, the better a bush footy player you are. What, because you're more intimidating? Far more intimidating. I mean, think about this. Picture this, though, punters, dribblers. If, you, if, if you're playing footy with a wanted man, a man that's wanted for crimes yeah. and, you know, has... Guilty, has, yeah. It looks, it looks every bit guilty. Yeah, but look, arre- arrest pending. Yeah, yeah. Will be true. arrest after the game. Is it a, does it surprise anyone that he, that he was best on ground no, first half? No, because he's terrified. Because no one's going into those contested 50-50s. Well, contested whatever they balls, are. Balls, whatever they're yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? AFL chat. AFL chat terms. Contested and- possessions. Yeah, that's right. 
Is anyone really going in with a full head of steam against someone that's literally about to go to prison? No, I don't think so. No, not me, Eddie. I wouldn't personally. No. Not sure if the punter or the dribbler would. But maybe it's more about getting the crims on your team. Some sort of, you know, outreach program with the prison. So day release. Let's get some big... You know, oh, you're talking about a prison program. I'm talking sorts. about some sort of prison program, longest yard vibes. Yeah, get a couple of get a couple of lifers out on day release, ankle bracelet them up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. So they can't. Well, they get a bit of an electric shock if they leave the footy field. Okay, yes. I'm with you. Yeah, I think there's. Well, I mean, in terms of rehabilitation, what sport, better way? Traditionally, uh, really great way. Really great way to rehab. But I, I wonder though. But I wonder though. What do you do about the players on the other side? What do they do? Because then they stop showing up. Well, if they stop showing up, then we've got a problem. Then maybe we've got to get some prisoners from their prison. You know what I mean? So now you're talking about a prison cop. Now I think we're kind of in a prison competition, <laughs> which I'd watch. Hey, maybe that's maybe that's what we're trying to start. That's what we're trying to start. Hello, sport prison comp. Biggest, baddest crims. On the planet. On the planet. Well, at least well, in the in country. Australia. New South Wales. Lifers. Lifers. Bad men. We call them the lifers. That's one of the teams. The Long Bay lifers. The Long Bay lifers taking on the Wellow... <laughs> the Wellow Wild Men. The Wellow, the Wellow Wild Men against the Long Bay lifers. Okay. Uh, to the death, obviously. Yeah, well, no, like, I mean... In a metaphorical in sense. In a metaphorical sense, because we want them to... We, we need to sort of make some money here. We don't want to be losing players, especially good ones. No, you don't want to lose good players, Tom. You don't want to lose your great, your best cattle. No. Your elite prison cattle. Uh, just a bit of advice for the punter and the dribbler. Yeah. Uh, if you find yourself with a bit of spare time this week. Which I'm assuming a lot of the punter and dribblers have spare time. Obviously, at some point during this week, punters, dribblers, throbbers, you're going to have a little bit of spare time. Yeah, you're going to be at a loose end. You've got something you need to, you know, something uh, to do. So I just wanted to recommend... One of the best sports docos I've watched recently. Yeah. Amazon Prime. You can get yourself a 30-day trial. Now, this isn't a plug because obviously cancel it after 30 days. Yes. Cancel it after 30 days. You don't have to pay any money. Cancel it after 30 days. Yes. All or nothing, Manchester City, right? It fucking details their entire season, in twenty last season, mm. with the most unbelievable access I've ever seen. Unbelievable access. You'll come away. It's just basically... It's just a camera in the corner. Really? You know what I mean? Are they interviewing players and shit? Like- sort of, but not really. It's basically just showing you what actually fucking happens. Right. It's so sick. That's cool. And you walk away with the biggest hard-on from Pep Guardiola of all time. Oh, really? And also- Pep being the coach. Pep the being the coach. Uh, and then also they've got one about the All Blacks, which I'm going to watch next, which yeah. I've heard is equally as good. Yeah, right. So if you just got to spend- Can I just have your I just login? I'd share that. Can I just have your login? And then you're only going to have it for a month. Saves two people signing up. Maybe I'll give you my login. Do we give the punter and the dribbler your login? No. No? No. Well, no, because they could keep your they could keep your account active. They'll just they? keep it active. Yeah. Or change the password. Yeah, right, and then we're fucked. Then I'm in trouble. <laughs> so I'm gonna say no. No, okay, that's fair. Although You'd love to. I'd love to. But I mean it's it's more about a it's a fiscal thing. We can't trust the punter and the dribbler. Well Is, it, is look, there anything like you or me we can't? I can't trust all of you. No. I can't trust all of you. Of course you can't. Uh, and also, if you want to have a good BLT, go to the shop in Bondi. The, the, the shop? is that The shop called? in Bondi. If you like your BLTs... I love my BLTs. Uh, maybe just go to the shop. Cause but it's, I mean... Because it's, it's probably the best BLT is ever Is this had. just a, a BLT public service announcement? It's a BLT public service announcement. <laughs> 
Punters, dribblers. Yeah, that's been a long evening. It's been a long evening. That concludes this week's episode. Um, Hello Sport Podcast, at Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram. Um, and Drew Mitchell Thursday. Yeah, pumped. Angus Crichton, I'm feeling like there's something going to happen soon there. I don't know, but I'm feeling, I feel like we're getting a little bit flirty over. He's flirting with Hello Sport a bit. Yeah, we've been flirting. It's been pretty hot. It's been, it's been, it's been showing signs of potential. And hopefully, Kirtley Bill as well. That's where, that's where we're sort of pushing, you saw, you know, we're pushing for Kirtley and Angus. And after you get two throbbers of that quality on, then uh, the sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. Like, uh, it's a revolving door policy. Then you start yeah. talking your Ian Thorpe's, your Shane Keith Warns. Shane Keith Warns, your Ian Thorpe's, your, your Don Bradman's. We'll get, we'll patch him in from heaven. Um, that, people of that elk. Sky's the limit. People of that elk. Don Bradman. File that wings. <laughs> Until next week. Could you two just not talk anymore? At Liberty Financial, we're free-thinking. Not in a walk-around-the-house naked with all the blinds open kind of way. We're financial free-thinkers. You've heard of debt consolidation, right? Well, at Liberty, we don't just consolidate, we liberate. From the pressure of multiple credit cards, car loans, home loans, personal loans, tax debt, you name it. We'll look at your situation and come up with a plan to get you back on track. We call it Loan Liberation. Call 13 11 33 or visit liberty.com.au. Liberty, free-thinking loans to help you get financial. Lending criteria apply. 